0: Hi friends, I'm Dr. Cindy Leibert, And I'm Brooke Jack. We are your hosts of the Joy Prescription Podcast. In this show, we interview pioneering individuals who are integrating faith into their work and their spheres of influence in their respective fields of healthcare, coaching, psychology, and ministry. We dialogue at the intersection of lifestyle
1: medicine, brain health, and Christianity. In each episode, our guests will share their hard-won wisdom and strategies for intentional living, spiritual
0: growth, and health stewardship. Together, we explore God's joy prescription, how He redeems our life stories and brings us into wholeness, mind, body, and spirit. We are so glad you're here to be a part of this conversation. Let's dive into today's episode. to the JOY Prescription Podcast. Here you will learn the keys to build stress resilience and create a life of vibrant health. We are here to help you prevent and reverse chronic disease so that you can live your life to the fullest and walk in your God-given purpose. We're your hosts. I'm Dr. Cynthia Liebert. And I'm Brooke Jack. Now let's get started. Welcome everyone. Dr. Cindy Leibert here with my co-host, Brooke Jack. Hello, and- hello. <laughs> hello. Hello. And today we are talking about a very timely topic, which is minimizing stress over the holidays. And I don't know about you, but if you're a mom... Uh, or really, a human <laughs> yeah, that's right. time and season. It it can be really frenetic and stressful, and there can be a lot of grief and you know challenges that come up for us during the holiday season. Mm-hmm. That's not a surprise to anyone listening, but today we just are wanting to share really practical encouragement and tips and and lessons that we've learned from our own life about how to keep a lid on that stress during the holidays. So, Mm -hmm. and also we have a really big, exciting announcement at the end of the podcast. So you'll have to stay tuned to hear that. So I'll get us started and, and just share. Personally, I have dealt with some perfectionism, especially early on in my motherhood journey. I remember the very first Christmas when, our Leah was a baby. She's 18 now and in college. But when she was a baby, I somehow thought that it was my job to provide a Martha Stewart (laughs) Christmas (laughs) in every aspect of life in terms of picking out these, you know, perfect, thoughtful gifts that are Beautifully wrapped, and mm-hmm. all the people in our life, and baking, and decorating, and holiday cards, and just all of the things. And mm-hmm. I remember a very wise woman uh, spoke into my life at that time, and it was a lifesaver for me. She said, You know, can't do everything <laughs> well or perfectly, uh, but to she advised me to pick one thing and do it well every year. Have that kind of be my thing. And mm-hmm. I really I really ran with that. I uh, ended up picking holiday cards, Christmas cards to send out to my friends and family mm-hmm. because, of course, it's an opportunity to take a picture of the family and watch us grow over time and communicate with friends and family and stay in touch. and that's a high value for me. So, that was something I did. And I'm proud to say I've kind of stuck with that idea of you know doing that every year. And, and I'm actually, since it's 18 years now, wow. <laughs> doing that, I'm I'm even getting to the point where I feel like a little bit of freedom around, you know, I don't have to do this if I don't <laughs> <want> to. <laughs> I probably will. <laughs> but um you know and it's not that i don't do anything else so i'm you know around the holidays but i the pressure is off in all the other areas cuz that's my one thing mm-hmm. that i do um mm-hmm. so i just wanted to share that story in case that speaks to anyone out there any new moms or young women or or older women you know sometimes we we get caught in the on the trap of um expectations of what other people Mm -hmm. come to uh, expect of us traditions and things, which which are really precious to our families, but um, it can, it can build up over time and just lead to a lot of pressure and tension. And that's not what the season is all about. So I wanted to share that. Uh, How about you, Brooke? Have you uh, gotten any lessons over the years of being a mom and Oh yes, oh yes! I definitely um, have had that
1: that inner dialogue of um, you know you're not doing enough, or mm-hmm. you need to make this more special or memorable, or right. all the things. <laughs> and um, you know, and I, I I love socializing, and I love all the fun things around this, this time of year, you know, and I keep thinking I'm going to take the kids to a Christmas parade one of these Mm -hmm. years. And it seems Mm -hmm. like, you know, something interrupts that, or we just haven't gotten to that. And, and I've become okay with that. You know Um, we love to go see the gingerbread house competition at the Grove park Inn, but again, we wanted that to be an annual tradition. Um, because Lucas and I actually submitted an entry, oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> which is a really funny story because we, you know, I was brand new to the Asheville area. We got married in September. You know, the competition is like in November. So, I mean, this mm-hmm. we're talking about, we've been married for a few weeks when somehow I became aware that there was a a national gingerbread house competition locally. And I thought, (laughs) wow, you know, I thought, man, I bet you have to win like, some kind of um, regional competition before you can get to the national competition because I had been in competitions all my life with baton twirling and and things like that and dance and you know you didn't get to go to the nationals unless you had some regional you know wins or placement and top three or something like that so I was thinking Oh, well, I want to go see all this. And as I started exploring, I realized it was open to anyone. And so I I said, Oh, babe, we can do this. You know, now again, I was young, I was 22. Mm -hmm. I was (laughs) naive, (laughs) to say the least to the world of gingerbread making house making and um and gingerbread making in general <laughs> i had never baked homemade gingerbread ever and um and so i got this you know wild idea that we should enter something and you know it would have been wise if I had done some research perhaps and looked at previous winners and (laughs) things like that just to get you know an idea of what we were dealing with but no I was just like we're gonna make a gingerbread house and since we had just come from our honeymoon in Charleston I was like let's do rainbow row and let's make you know some colorful like a little row of colorful houses (laughs) and you know I thought I was being all fancy by piping ivy leaves down the side of a chimney you know. <laughs> and so we stayed up till like 1 a.m finalizing because again and in, in my uh lack of experience didn't realize how um you know involved all the little parts of decorating a gingerbread house really was and anyway we we worked ourselves to exhaustion and had to get up super early the next morning to be there to deliver, and you know they had it divided by child and youth and adult <laughs> entries, and so you know I'm feeling all proud of this little gingerbread house that I've given birth to, you know. <laughs> and we walk into the the room, and they're like, "What you know category is this?" child, youth, or adult, and we're like, oh, it's adult, you know, kind of thing, and we start walking past all the rows of tables that they have, you know, covered in these black tablecloths where they've got all the displays with your number, and the judges are already starting to kind of walk around and preview, and and I'm walking, and I'm looking, and as we get past the youth (laughs) tables, and I'm thinking, oh, no, Oh no, we've missed it all together. And I was so, oh my goodness, I felt like a tiny little ant um sitting our <laughs> entry down on the adult <laughs> area where these magnificent creations. But anyway, that was um a very good, humbling learning experience. And I have so much respect for for the artisans and the the bakers that do those elaborate gingerbread houses, but that had inspired, you know, us to um, take the kids every year to see the gingerbread house displays and, and appreciate the creativity. And so we try to do that um, each year, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. And again, I've come to just be okay with what does happen and what doesn't happen as far as like outside the home um, holiday engagement. The main thing that that Lucas and I have, um, decided to focus on each year that we, you know, without fail do is we participate in, um, like Advent readings with our, Mm -hmm. our kids. And we use a, uh, book from Lucas's childhood. Um, so it's like a generational thing now that's, it's happening. And so every Sunday, um, the of, of advent we do our advent reading and song selection and then we have special story reading um, that goes along with it and it's just a um collection of stories that people have written and submitted and oftentimes have a good you know moral or um, inspirational message and now we've been doing it long enough where the kids have their favorites and we let Mm -hmm. them you know Mm -hmm. take turns picking on which story we're going to read tonight is it going to be the red mittens or is it going to be why Christmas trees aren't perfect or, um, the haughty duchesses or, you know, all of that. And they absolutely love it. And I've, I've loved seeing their joy increase over the years about the anticipation Mm -hmm. of, um, those, those stories being read and us having our evening time together. So that's one of the things that I think I've, we've honed in on to be very intentional about, um, the Christmas season and and what it's about and do that you know with our children and just passing along some of those generational traditions and the things that are outside the home are you know up for grabs year mm-hmm. to year as our schedule allows and you know that kind of a thing yeah
0: well that is so rich Brooke thank you for sharing that's a great inspiration <laughs> oh, I figure let's just um, share some tips with our listeners yeah. about other things that we all can do to make the Christmas season more peaceful and joyful and mm-hmm. focus on the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll go first. Number one, I am very committed, especially this year, <laughs> to minimizing junk. Oh, yeah, buying things that we don't need or that's just going to have really no lasting value or, or really add joy mm-hmm. to our life. And that's mm-hmm. wrapped up in you know environmental respect for the environment and not overspending uh, being yeah. wise with our budget. And uh, I'm, I'm proud to say that I've finally, I've been wanting to do this for years, but I've finally uh, managed to, it organized enough to uh, um, make a little Christmas fund where once a month we add a a little bit of money to a separate account. And that way it's not Mm -hmm. December and we have, Mm -hmm. you know, um, temptation to, to go into debt or anything like that. So I think that goes along with minimizing junk, minimizing spending, just being very intentional about our gift giving And also,
1: that we have a little coin jar that throughout the year change loose change and things that we just throw into that jar, and then we end up using that to go toward Christmas gifts. You know, that's a great idea supplement, um, you know, the budget for, (laughs) for Christmas, yeah,
0: super. And one of the things that my family has done for several years now is that, uh, Instead of buying for the adults in the family, we all kind of pool our money together and pick out a gift for Compassion International. Mm-hmm. It's it's really neat. have awesome. a catalog of things you could buy a goat or yes. you know, medical care, or, you know, uh, first aid packages, things like that. So it's really meaningful to be able to to do that together as a family. So I would encourage. Mm-hmm. Uh all of us just to, you know, look beyond ourselves and what we want and what's on our list and to focus on others that are in need. And of course, there's such, such great need in the world today. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And that is a great example of something, you know, if you find yourself with people um, that you go, what what could I get them? They have everything they Uh need. Well, that same statement doesn't apply to many around the world, like you're saying. So that's a beautiful way to still honor them and mm-hmm. and show appreciation to them, but fund that those monies to uh, those who are in need. And yeah, I think that's yeah. a beautiful idea.
0: Love it. And uh, high on my list is to stay healthy mm-hmm. during the holidays and not sacrifice my sleep. You know to mm-hmm get wrapping done or um you know because we have busy lives already and that's right to pack our schedules full and when you add on all the extra parties and shopping and um gift giving and baking and all the things that the holidays involve it it can be stressful so right. just prioritizing sleep and making sure not to overindulge in sugar, mm-hmm. but at mm-hmm. the same time, you know, not not being militant about yeah. not, not being a grinch oh. about the sugar. Yeah. <laughs> so uh I try to just eat wherever I am the most nutritious options that are available. And especially when you go to Parties. parties. Yes. I mm-hmm. like to have some food ahead of time to kind of mm-hmm. fill myself up. And that way I can pick and choose a little extra indulgence here and there. And <laughs> <laughs> not <laughs> get too crazy. Yeah. Um,
1: well, Hydrate,
0: mm-hmm. keeping yourself hydrated. And um, so just encourage everybody to be mindful about their self-care and, and uh, exercise, keeping that up because, you know, we don't, the weather tends to be colder and and, Mm -hmm. uh, less um, inviting to go outside and walk and be active, but, you know, just really looking at ways that you can keep active, whether it's a membership at the YMCA or Mm -hmm. doing exercises in your home in your living room, just having some sort of plan for the fact that it is likely going to be not great weather outside to be exercising. Mm -hmm. So what about you, Brooke, do you have any tips for us?
1: Yeah. So I think minimizing stress is, is a big one for me around this time, just because there's usually a lot of responsibilities um, around and ministry and work world and family and um, planning events and, and coordinating things and just having to be like extra communicative mm-hmm. <laughs> um, to other people. And so one of the, the tools that I use is like calendaring and using a prioritizing task list where I can list out like bullet kind of bullet journal style, the must do task for any given day that I'm I'm planning for Mm -hmm. and I can have the maybe column Mm -hmm. of things that, okay, if I, if I knock out all the must do's, then here are the additional things that are um, coming close to priority and, and need attention next. And then I have the other column that is like the not priority for today, but things that I can jot down that are on my radar. They're floating around in my mind going, Oh yeah, I need to fill out that orthodontist consults paperwork that's coming <laughs> up next week, you know, and just to jot it down. So it's not forgotten in all of the, the mix, but um, that has really helped me because sometimes I can get in a flurry, you know, in my own mind of just, okay, what, what do I need to be doing right now? What, what do I, what should I be focusing on today? And, and it really helps me to keep, track of what really needs to get done. And that helps minimize my stress because it, so that it's not a lingering, like, oh, that's not getting done. This person's waiting to hear from me, blah, 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 blah. People have questions wondering what, what they're supposed to bring to this, this gathering, you know, all of the things that come up. And um, it really helps me to Um, go into each day more focused and knowing that, okay, I'm doing things in a timely manner um, and it's okay if some of those things get pushed to the next day, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a new list (laughs) for a new day, Um, but it does help minimize stress so that I'm not like scurrying so much in my mind and just kind of haphazardly trying to um, get things accomplished. It really helps to streamline and focus that And then the other thing that, um, that I think is, is sound advice for minimizing stress around um, the holiday season. And so that's more peaceful and and joyful is being selective about your commitments. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's easy to make a lot of promises to your kids. If you're a mom, you know, about we'll go here, we'll do this, we'll do that, you know, and, um, and then even for yourself, you know, especially um, you know, if you have a high compassion too, you want to help um uh, help do a lot of things. And there's always opportunities for volunteering, there's opportunities for engagement with things. There's oftentimes uh, you know, social invitations that are being offered. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to just be selective about your commitment so that you have um space to, uh, you know, do the exercise to keep your sleep routine That's intact cool. and things like that. And to not then set yourself up for so much exhaustion by, you know, making promises or commitments. And I think there can be joy in spontaneity too. Um, you know, that has been a, a revelation of mine over over. <laughs> time absolutely that i have embraced more and more um because i used to be when lucas and i were were early married even when we were dating um there were things that you know, I wanted to know, well, what are we going to do after this? Or where are we going here? You know, after Mm -hmm. here, blah, 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 you know, just wanting to know the plan, wanting to know the plan. And I had been like that since a child. I mean, my mother said that to me before that, you know, I always want to know what we were doing each day and and the order of things. (laughs) And, um, and Lucas has really helped me to be more spontaneous Mm and I encouraging that, Mm -hmm. um, and, and our relationship and just, you know, We're just going to take a drive and we'll see where we end up. Oh, really? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Let's just go drive the parkway and and we'll just pull off somewhere and find a little trail to hike. Oh, okay. So (laughs) that, um, you know, but now I see the joy in that and Mm -hmm. that just being spontaneous that, you know, if you know that there's that, parade, for instance, happening later in the week and you don't want to commit to it, but then you find yourself with that opportunity, then you can just say, Hey guys, we're going to go to a parade this evening, you know, and, and it's not a have to, and you don't have all that pressure to contend with.
0: I love it. Yes. Well, I'm a big list maker too. It brings me a lot of peace and, uh, joy in checking things off the list for sure. Yeah. I love Mm -hmm. the you're bringing up the, the joy and spontaneity. Yes. Uh, that's, that's, uh, really important for those of us who are planners and like to have things all (laughs) lined up. It's a source of joy that we can tap into. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I guess I want to add also just TLC for our bodies, um, for our souls, having alone time and self-care, you know, it's, it's okay to say, you know, I'm going to just take a quiet walk by myself. You can bundle up and get your coat and gloves on and bundle up and just go um, enjoy nature and time alone with God. Also, one of my favorite things to do is to take a warm bath with Epsom salts and Mm. lavender essential oil, just kind of soaking the tension away and and having that uh, sensory experience with the essential oils and the beautiful scent of lavender. Mm -hmm. Um, One
1: of my favorites too.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And in terms of health, also, there's things that I do, especially during the winter season to try to boost my immune resilience, uh, doing various herbal teas. Holy basil is one of my favorites. It's an adaptogenic herb that can help during stressful times. And, you know, just making sure you're taking care of yourself, attending to any chronic medical conditions that you have or any symptoms that come up, it's important, especially as women, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we don't just ignore our symptoms and, um, you know, because we're so busy and there's things that we have to do. It's important just to slow down and uh, understand that symptoms are our body's way of trying to communicate with us and to get our attention. Mm -hmm. So if you're having any, any kind of new symptoms, it's important to take time and address those and reach out for help. If you need it, you know, call, call loved ones. um, You know, if you're going through grief or depression or any kind of difficulty over the holidays, um, definitely encourage you to reach out to a counselor or your pastor or, you know, a loved one last, but definitely not least is what you've already brought up, Brooke, is to remember the reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Remember why we're doing all these things. It's not just to entertain ourselves during the, the cold winter months. It's uh, to celebrate God with us, That's Emmanuel. Right. And, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: you know, That's it. If you break down the word Christmas, it's Christmas. It's a celebration of Christ. And that's what it really is all about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So I thank you for highlighting your routine of doing the Advent readings with your family and your children. That's such a a special thing to do. And it's a, a lesson for all of us, inspiration for all of us. So now for our big announcement, a drum roll, <laughs> <I've> been, <laughs> <a> drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> so we Brooke and I have had great fun with all of you sharing our message of biblical wisdom and lifestyle medicine since early this year, twenty twenty two, when we launched our first podcast. We definitely had fun experimenting with this way of communicating, and. Our focus, as you know, has been on how to prevent and reverse chronic disease, how to build stress resilience and how we can cultivate a life of vibrant health and connection. Mm-hmm. And we've loved sharing this message with a fairly wide audience and it's, it's brought us great joy and we've gotten some positive feedback from you. So thank you for that. However, <laughs> we are sensing God's leading to change things up a bit in 2023, and we feel called to reach out to a very special group of people, namely women in ministry and medicine. So the Joy Prescription Podcast is becoming the Joy Prescription for Women in Ministry and Medicine our goal is that we're wanting to serve a more targeted audience so we can have a greater impact and really serve our unique population well, because, you know, that's, that's who we are. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm a physician, Brooks, uh, uh, leads a ministry and, mm-hmm. you know, it's, um, We have unique challenges and joys and and areas of growth that we're focusing on. And we just are excited about developing a community around around women in ministry and medicine. So our intention is to create this supportive community where we can heal together. We can reconnect with purpose. We can really focus on self-care and cultivating our health while we're growing our ministries and uh, work life and home life and sharing the love of Jesus with the world. Mm -hmm. So what this means for the podcast is that we're going to be taking a short break from releasing episodes in early 2023 while we're preparing to launch season two, (laughs) which um, we're going to have a new format instead of weekly, we're going to do monthly podcast highlighting guest speakers who can share their wisdom with our community and help us with our collective goals of being healthy and joyful, fruitful followers of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Various ministries and vocations. So our focus is going to continue to be around the intersection of biblical wisdom, lifestyle medicine, and health. But our content is also going to expand to include topics that can help women thrive in ministry, medicine, and life in general. So we're going to talk about relationships and money and entrepreneurship and that we're really excited about this shift coming up in 2023 and we hope that you will continue to tune in and share this podcast with uh, women in your life so we wish you a peaceful beautiful lovely holiday season and a merry christmas uh, from both of us and yes.
1: merry christmas everyone
0: Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Joy Prescription podcast, where we explore the intersection of lifestyle medicine, brain health, and Christianity. We invite you to take your learning deeper with us at thejoyprescription.com. Be sure to sign up for our email newsletter and receive free weekly Joy Prescription devotionals. Bye for now.